Marvel DC, Marvel DC, Marvel DC, 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 Marvel, 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 Blue Image, or Dark Horse. Hey, 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 everybody, <laughs> and welcome to another edition of the Geek Chat. I'm Desmond. I'm Rich. And we're your hosts for this hour-long delve into comic book goodness land. What? Ow! We dove into it. <laughs> we dove into it. So, uh, where's our list of stuff? You have to do the announcements. I don't have it. So, yeah, the do announcements. announcements. Do the announcements. I'll be right back. Announcements. We're live right now on Facebook. We're live every Monday from 6 to 7. Look what just was handed to me. Announcements. This show will be posted on the Geek Chat website, thegeekchat.com, and on SoundCloud Tuesday by 1 p.m. Gene was at the Rose City Comic Con back in September. We still will be doing more interviews and roundtables in the near future. Des is still working on the Patreon. The returning show, Point Five, will be posted this week, our very first one, Thursday, back-to-back with the What You Talk About Facebook, which we kind of started today. Uh, They will all be put on about 1 o'clock on Thursday. Um, Yes. We watched The Flash last week, Arrow, and the two Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. episodes so far. And I've got some upcoming news on Marvel Animated, but you got to tune into the point five. Um, that's it. That that's it. That's it, everybody. That's it. So uh, thank you so much, uh, Rich, for doing our our announcement. You know, we got to get an xylophone so I can do the xylophone. Boom, boom. Yes, that'd be really cool. We can get in the, we can as get soon, a z- as soon as we get our Patreon up. We got to get a, a a little xylophone. You know, I can just. I can just get a xylophone like track and we can put that on like a sound effect and we can put that on. You realize you know, that, right? So lazy. Let's just do it the old fashioned way. You know, with the instrument. You're <laughs> so no nuggets today because we've got a big ass stack of comics to go through. It was a huge week. We didn't even get all the number ones that came out last week into today's reviews. So let's start right away. Anyone on Facebook? Let me see. I All think right. we might have one one or two on Facebook. All right. I know we got a couple listening on uh, the MixLR, so thank you so much. Thank you for joining us today. So, <laughs> first up, He-Man, <laughs> Thundercats, number one, the Titans meet Wabam. Wabam? Wabam. Is that, is, is that a technical term it for is. what happened? Or? It is. Wabam. So, written by Rob David and Lloyd Goldfine. Drawn by Freddie E. Williams II, colored by Jeremy Colwell, lettered by Duran Bennett. And there were three covers, um, an A and a B, which put together the Thundercat good guy, He-Man good guy side versus the bad guy side. And then a coloring book version that was a wraparound. Very nice covers. Um, This is nostalgia at its finest with great art, a good story. Um... It's one of your favorite artists. I know that. 
Yes. Who was the artist? Freddie E. Williams II. And he is awesome. I've met him a couple times at various conventions, and he is an amazing, <laughs> amazing artist. Um, a lot of his stuff is very digital. Um, you can definitely take a look at his uh, at a lot of his other stuff he did. He did he did uh, Robin for a very long time. Uh, did a lot of stuff with that DC. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for trying, though. Did uh, a lot of stuff with DC. Know. Fantastic artist. I absolutely loved this book. Uh, it just took me back. I don't know something about the book and the art. Everything's kind of fired on in on all cylinders. Like I was really like, yes, this is an awesome book. And just seeing, you know, Mumra, seeing the Thundercats, seeing He Man, just seeing all of them together. And then like and like the people that they threw in. There's a couple of people that they threw in. Like Manny Faces mm-hmm. was in it. That was, was a cute little bit with Manny Faces too. The yeah. way he was turning when Adam was late. Um, Moss Man, the guy with the extendy neck. I always forget his name. Yeah, I don't remember. Extendy neck man. Extendor. Ex- yeah. There's always something like that. And the that. elephant dude. Um, the ending was quite the twist, I have to say. I, I Right? I was not expecting that. For a miniseries, they, right at the end, just gave it to you. We're not going to ruin it here. Like, we do do spoilers, just so everyone listening. You mm-hmm. will get a lot of spoilers today. You said doo-doo. I said doo-doo. Um, but I'm not going to spoil this one because it was that good. And we sold out. I'm really happy. It's you guys. I know this is like the nostalgia train. Like whoop whoop. I mean, you're we're on it. People are going for it, but it's worth it. This is a book that revels in its own nostalgia and gives a quality story. You know, I, the we got to see Orko. You know, using his powers, and we it's just so much stuff. And not and as then, a schlub. Yeah, he wasn't a schlub, and just it just. Like the lot of stuff happens in Eternia, how how they get to each other, and the worlds because they're on separate worlds. It's just everything how it happens was just you can tell that the people who who wrote this care, yeah, and they and they love those the, those properties, and it was handled with a lot of care. This is a really good book, you guys. I I really I can't sing its praises high enough. It is really really good. Please so check it out. There's um. I feel like comics right now, they have this, there's G.I. Joe, Transformers, Gem, now you've got Misfits coming out, mm-hmm. um, and they're, the ones that I've mentioned are all handled with respect. There's not, Gem, the first arc of Gem, unfortunately, came out when that movie came out, so it already had a notch against it. And then the Transformers books have been great. Revolution now with Mask and G.I. Joe and Transformers all in one universe. And then this week we get Thundercats and He-Man. Now the last He-Man stories were actually really good and more adult dealing with Adora. Um, but I don't know if we're going to get She-Ra in this. She, do you think we might? Um... Uh, part of me wants to see her and part of me doesn't and i'll tell you why um tell us why because i think that if we have she-ra it might become too much of a clusterfuck like i would like she-ra and wonder woman to cross over well, we are going to get Wonder Woman, Bionic Woman crossing That's what over. I mean. I mean, like, we're getting Wonder Woman, Bionic Woman. We're getting... Batman, uh, 66, 66, Wonder Woman, 77. There's no reason why, like, her and... 
Like it just it melts so well to see Wonder Woman and She-Ra working together to fight like Cheetah. And I can't oh. think of I can't cheat I can't think of Joshua. We're talking about the He-Man Thundercats crossover number one. <laughs> like I can't see I can't I can't think of the uh, She-Ra villain or Catra. Catra, but. No, no, the the, the weird. She, she put the mask on and turned into the cat. No, no, no. I'm talking about the the purple dude that that the purple dude that she fights. Hordak. Yeah, like he would be like her, Hordak and Cheetah trying to fight each other to like for supremacy or something. I don't know. Hey, I, I, this just came out. Of, okay, I just work here, but I think Wonder Woman <laughs> and She-Ra would be awesome. Um, but I don't know if we would have She-Ra because doesn't she exist on a different planet too? Who so. knows? They all do. But anyway, I solid number one. Absolutely, absolutely loved it. Please check it out. You won't be you won't be disappointed. Um, okay, so the next book we're going to talk about is uh, simply titled Black, Chapter One, and it is by uh, really uh, Kwanzaa Asoyevo, designs by Tim Smith Three. Illustrator was Jamal Eigel. The cover art was by Carrie Randolph. Uh, yeah, great, so great on the book. cover. So this is the cover. It's from Black Mask Comics. Uh, Black Mask Studios, isn't it? Yeah, uh, sure. Yeah, I think it's Black Mask Studios. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, um, so intriguing story. Basically, what the what it comes down to is this book is only about, uh, well, it's not only about, but it's about a world in which some sciencey stuff happens. <laughs> where people have like quadruple helixes or something, but they're basically mutants. There, there is this weird gene that uh, gives people superpowers, and uh, the only problem is this is a gene that is only expressed in African Americans. So only African Americans get superpowers, and it's not known. It's not well known knowledge. There have been others past that you meet in here. African Americans who who have superpowers, and there's a one character who I guess has a really super superpower because they they're all manifesting themselves differently, and uh, bring in your your two covert agencies, one you know devoted to protecting Professor you know, X, these black you know superheroes with, with emerging powers, and then we have the white folks uh, who are trying to uh, oppress these super powered individuals and it is a it is a as i don't want to say cookie cutter <laughs> because the premise is very like you've heard this premise before about people being oppressed for for being different it's just done in the backdrop of with a racial uh side to it in that only black people get this and there's a whole bunch of white folks who or at least that's what we've seen in the first issue who wants to oppress them and to stop that or control it or whatever. Um, so yeah, that's, that's really the crux of it. And there's, and there's a, and, and we are, we are, um, we are introduced to the, you know, the main character named Kareem and he is a new person that has gotten his powers. And so he's, he seems to be invulnerable uh, but he's young, and so now he has to be choose choose to become a part of this black ops group. So uh, that, in a nutshell, is what the book is about. Um, will it be able to show us some more than just uh, this racial this the, 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 this this racial spin that they're putting on it? 
Um, I don't know. I don't know. It seems like it is because it, it really is just like a superhero book. I mean, it it if you were to take out the fact that only black people get the superpowers and you in, you introduce like mutants or X-Men, you kind of would get the same thing. Although this is much more racially charged because, you know, the climate of, of, of what's going on now and stuff like that. I want to say it it's very now as well. It's very relevant to what's going on. In the beginning, the woman, the officer, Waters, um, is being questioned by one of the not good guys. And she recounts being in the neighborhood that she's in. And when it comes um, on the radio saying um, black males, 20s, in basketball shorts and T-shirts, she says a lot of officers, you know, they don't. They, they don't know the faces. That description could be anyone around here. That's how the book starts. Yep. And basically, you know, three boys, one runs, they all get mowed down. And that's when you learn that the one boy didn't die. He wakes up, scares the hell out of the MT guy, and then goes running. And from there, the story really starts. That's our introduction to the story. And when I read it, the first thing I thought of was just like Generation Zero that we read. It's just another story of, you know, the X-Men, basically, but with a but with a twist. I really enjoyed the first issue, and I have to agree with Des. I don't know. I'm hoping that this will maintain the quality that the first issue had. It's hard to describe, but, like, where do you go after this? Well, I just want it to be a one-trick pony. That's, like, yeah. I want I want there to be a, much more of a cause and effect about what's going on. Is it just a like? Of course, the racial tensions are going to be there because we have superpower black people. But just one but, more time for the cover. But showing, but this is taking the the reality that this is set in is like the normal day every day. At least that's what I'm seeing. And so these, so the the knowledge of black folks getting superpowers is not publicly aware. Right. At least that's what I'm seeing, or what I what I'm alluding, or what I'm assuming. Um. So, so what is this going to mean? Uh, like, I, I I'm intrigued by it, but I'm wondering if if it will be able to escape its own trappings about about it being you know about you know you know, being black or or um <laughs> and and a mutant. You know, whatever I, I they're just, called. Yeah. Well, they're called um, enhanced or altered or something. I don't know. I just, I want it to be more. You know, I want them to explore this world, and I really hope that it doesn't just devolve into um, straight superhero. Well, yeah, straight superhero X Men type of stuff. Like, I want like if if this is the the premise that you're sticking with only black people, like it, it creates a whole. You know, social, you know, dynamic that I want to see them explore, you know, of issues around power, poverty, um, access to different things. It's like just because you can throw a truck, you know, do you have education and stuff like that can happen. You know, I I, I just wonder if they're going to really tackle those really big picture um, ideas in this in a superhero book. And I really hope that they do. So I'll be getting the next issue. And I think you should get this one and the next issue as well. I got to say, Jamal Igle drew the hell out of this book. Looks good. We've been fans of his for many, 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 many years. And he basically walked away and really focused in on his own uh, Molly Danger property property, and working with Action Lab Comics. And the, that he drew all this, it was great to see that art again. I loved it. Yep. 
So the next two books we're going to review, we're going to read, kind of review them together because they're part of Marvel's Now initiative, which I have a problem with because the whole catalyst for the Now isn't even over. It's not going to be over for another three fucking months. But Marvel said, screw that. You don't need to know how Civil War ends. I think we all know how it ends. We're just going to put books out. And these both Champions and Jessica Jones are two examples of things that work and things that don't work when you pull shit like this. When you're consistently late, these two books show you the problem. So real quick, before we start on that, we are live uh, via Facebook and and via uh, MixLR. So we're podcasting as well as doing a video. And we have people that are always, you know, uh, we want to con- we want to have contact with the people who are watching us live. So tell us what you think. For me, I've given this a lot of a really big thought about this. Is it because Marvel does this on purpose? And, but, and, but by doing on purpose, I mean like stretching out their their um events. their events and then starting the new stuff during the event to keep that momentum going or is this really an editorial thing in which something is something comes up you know uh that causes this delay um yeah it's called this time pregnancy well no but but, but i'm serious it's like there's always something about keeping your name in the mouths of your uh, of, of of people who are buying your product. Oh my God, Marvel's late again. Oh, it's to be expected. Oh, but they got these new books coming out. You know, as as a consumer, does that does that whet your appetite now? Because now you now we get to read Champions and Jessica Jones while the event is still going. Does that pique your interest to, to see what's going to happen with uh, with the end of Civil War Two now but, because of what, where we're going now? Or does it make you not care about the end of Civil War and just start reading these books? That's what I mean. It's like, so does Marvel do this on purpose? You know, do they stretch these things out and cause these delays because it's like you know a consumer manipulation is is what I'm trying to is what I'm trying to think. You know, maybe. Maybe that's what's happening, or maybe something's going on, or, or maybe they're not that clever. The marketing department's not that clever. But I'm always wondering, you know, and I'm pointing it out there to people who are listening. And if you have a comment about this, uh, you can join the Facebook group, uh, the Geek Chat, and let us know what you think. Because sometimes I'm of the of the mind that maybe, and maybe I need a tinfoil hat or something. But maybe like you know, Marvel's doing this on purpose. But without, well, we'll we'll, we'll read some of your comments, and then you know, we'll, we'll get back to our review. So what? What, what, what book are we doing next? Rich? The Champions by Mark Wade, Humberto Ramos, Victor Olazaba was the inker, Edgar Delgado was the colorist, and VCs Clayton Cowles, busy, busy man, did the letter and production. And there was a bunch of, a whole slew of variant covers. So, in the aftermath of the second superhuman civil war, the world has become disillusioned with its heroes. The next generation has to do better. They have to be champions. That's right there. Uh, Ms. Marvel, Spider-Man, <laughs> Nova, the, Hulk, and I love Viv the, Vision. <laughs> I love that little like lead-in. Like you really had to get a lead-in because you had no idea why the fuck they are they're getting together. You really don't. It's like so. If you're reading and we try to review them, um, the separate books, Ms. Marvel and Spider-Man, what's going on? They've become really disillusioned with what the older generation is doing with leaving people you know they have the superhero battle and then they just leave and ms marvel's like no that's messed up which brings us to this comic 
Um, it is set after. There's even this weird, you know, they quit. Um, Ms. Marvel's just sitting around moping. They all get back together, and we learn, spoilers, remember, we learned that uh, Nova and Spider-Man quit first, to which Ms. Marvel says, I quit, and they're both shocked. So there we learned something. Um, oh, and the new Avengers, not new Avengers, but the brand new storyline coming out, will be out in three weeks because I just ordered it. So Marvel is, like, all on board with putting all this stuff out. Yeah, just I mean, say. Uh, just... They got, they got, they got to keep the lights on, I guess. So, I gotta say, as a story, you know, they came together. the The kids are doing it for themselves. That's what I took from this book. the The next generation of heroes want to do things different, but this is Marvel, and things change quickly. So, how long will this new status quo last? Um, they use their their their. Really, they use their brains in trying to figure this out with no adults. And the end was very telling because we're learning in Totally Awesome Hulk about the rage that lies in um, Amadeus over the death of Banner. And that's reflected here when he literally almost beats the shit out of this weird clown. But do you think it's the death of Banner or do you think this is actually the Hulk coming in? That's what I mean about... That little part will be interesting to read, and I hope they do address it because I actually enjoy Totally Awesome Hulk and how he's yeah. reacting to the death of Bruce Banner. But we learned that he did cure him, but through other other channels, Bruce may actually have the gamma in him. So we'll see if 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 Amadeus says I can handle it. It'll be interesting to see if he really can. Uh, I enjoyed the book as well. Um, I wasn't so much. I literally had to disassociate myself to from what happened with Civil War. Like I had to just completely put a wall there and say, okay, this is the new champions. Um, Cyclops was not in this book at all, except at the end, um, because at the end they sent out a tweet about like, you know, we're doing this for us. We're doing this to help people out because, you know, the, 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 the adults are just kind of in it for themselves and blah, blah, blah. And so – and then we get to see like Nova beating the shit out of Cyclops, so that'll be fun. Um, so I, I like the book. I like I like the direction. I like teen superheroes. Um, I'm hoping that this again does not get all super YA, but um, I'm in it. I'm in it for the ride. Like I want to see. I really hope that Viv gets a costume and like a code a, name and a code name or something. Uh, but but I like this book. I, but again, I was tried very hard not to. Um, read too much into it due to because I don't know what happened in Civil War, but even the the title like because the the world still needs heroes. I mean, is something going to happen? Is something? Are people gone? You know, so so for me, it's piqued my interest about what's happened with Civil War, but not so much that that I'm holding my breath. It's like it'll come out when it comes out. I'll read it when it comes out, and then. Woohoo, you know, and then that's pretty much about it. <laughs> I do want to say I liked the fact that this this younger generation um, used the social media to promote themselves the way everyone was taking pictures. And the Riri was in it as the new Iron Man, Iron Heart, is that what we're calling her? Iron Heart. You've got the new Falcon, you've got the new Wasp who goes to the new Avengers book, Moon Girl, which you got all excited about. Yes, I want to see I want her to join the champions. 
Now, the problem I have is I don't really read all new X-Men regular, but is Scott not happy there? Like, why would he join them? What's been going on? I, I stopped reading it. I know he got his ass kicked by the toad and he was all broken up, but how is he so now? Why did he go? You have to ask Charles. Charles reads all new X-Men? <laughs> yeah, okay. Charles reads. Um, all newt x-men as he calls it yeah so it's solid yeah it's a i think it's worth reading the you know i trust wade i trust your uh romos it's you should read it you really should check it out um and and you really should check it out so another one that starts out after civil war ii is jessica jones number one came out this week or last week or whatever week it came out i never know this time travel we do Jessica Jones, writer Brian Michael Bendis, artist Michael Gatos, color artist Matt Hollingsworth, letter letterer is VCs Corey Pettit, and the cover was David Mack. So the original team that brought us Alias is back on this book. And the problem I had with it was it's set after Civil War and you have no fucking clue what the hell's going on. Spoilers, she was in jail. And Luke is sending all these heroes to find out where the hell the daughter is. So you go into it and you're like, I have no clue what's going on. As opposed to Champions, which you really, like you said, you just took yourself out of it. But at least from the different books, like the last time we saw Jessica Jones and Luke Cage, they were together very happy telling Spider-Man to stay in it. And then this happens. Like it was two weeks ago that we saw them together. So we know something happens, they break up, and she hides their daughter. That's I did not like this book. You didn't? This book annoyed the shit out of me. Is it because of the time? Yes. See, this is a book that in which you really kind of need to know a little bit about what's going on because they... Like, I, I just didn't like it. Like, you really... You, you can't come from all that they've gone through through all like seriously all secret invasion uh darkest rain new avengers when luke cage was 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 uh was running it and they were like like they were like like this like like heart of heart they they were just like together i was and then to have them like she's hiding the baby from him she's in prison like they're not talking to each other really really that's that's where we're going with this book. I didn't. I as didn't much buy as it. she stood by him for all those years, I was not buying it. And how she was acting to all of her friends—that's bullshit. Seriously, you know, Bendis, great. You know, you created the character, or you so you created the alias. You know, all that stuff. Fine, whatever. I just don't like what you're doing with this with with this right here. I I didn't like. Is it because of the TV show that she has to be a bitch? Like, I, I don't understand. Like, I don't understand what's going on. Um, well, I just want to step in. No, no, I didn't like. I didn't like their dynamic. I really didn't like the dynamic of what was going on with her, and she just seems very distant. I just now, this seems to be Marvel's new mo. We had eight months where something happened to the X Men. A year later, we f- we're finally finding out what happened in that eight month gap. And they're using the same kind of uh, storytelling here where, yeah, we learn something happens in the Civil War. What? We don't know. And I, I liked it. I liked the book better than you did, I guess. I just had problems with the what. I understood, you know, I really liked the interaction with Jessica. 
Jessica goddamn Drew, spider goddamn woman. I mean, that's she's a very angry woman. Um, but she's not like that. At least she hasn't but been. Something happened. Uh, dude, that's that's this is why. I just can't, and, and Frank had mentioned in the- Oh, um, I agree. I know. I want to get to some comments, but let me just finish my thought about this book. I liked it for what it was, but it pissed me off because this book should not have come out right now. In my eyes, they could have held this book back. DC is holding back books that they aren't ready to do yet. Nothing said we need this book right now except the fact it came out after Luke Cage came out on Netflix. And Jessica Jones is on Netflix yeah. as well. I mean, so I liked it. I enjoyed it. I just was pissed because I do like the fact that Misty Knight, like I like that all their friends are there and she's being such a bitch to all our friends. I didn't like it. Like I really, you can't talk to your friends. Well, no, that something happened. And I guess I don't want to wait. I hope we don't have to wait six months to find out what happens. I just annoyed. I but was just annoyed the, by it. It's like you're these, really not going to talk to your husband. You're really like, what What could have happened? Seriously, right. after all the shit that they've gone through, what could have happened? Both books are, annoyed. are an example of annoyed of maybe end, end your event. Now, I want to go back through because I have to agree with a couple people in chat. Um, Frank says, you know, scroll down just a little. It's the next one right here. Hold on. Uh, either start drawing early or replace the artist. So if you didn't know or if you didn't hear us talk about it, um, the artist had a baby. Well, he didn't have the baby. His wife had the baby. Hmm. But the point of the whole story is, and I'm not, I, I'm not saying anything negative about having children, but if you're a business and you are in the business of telling stories, monthly stories, maybe not hire the guy who in nine months is going to have a kid because that child comes first in his eyes. And it did, and it made everything late. And then you add an issue because you like this ending better. No, 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 no. Put a different artist on it or maybe two artists. Who knows? Uh, and then I have to agree with Frank again. Um, I agree. Let's The status quo shit has to end. It goes every year Marvel is doing something new, but they're not letting anything breathe. Nope. They are not. And the breathing is what makes good stories. It seems like it, I get it. You have a product and you have a you have a sell by date and you have to get this out at a certain time. Um, you know what? Let's just do it really uh, quick before the break. Let's do this. I think it fits in. OK, sure. So we're going to do Death of X as we're talking about late fucking books. <laughs> this is one of four. Writers were Jeff Lemire and Charles Sewell. The artist was Aaron Cooter. Colorist was Maury Hollowell. You like that name? Mm-hmm. Uh, and the letter is VCs Joe Sabino. <laughs> Grabbed by the cooter. <laughs> Grabbed by the cooter. <laughs> Grabbed by the cooter. Crazy cooter. All right. Um, so let me start out by saying I love Jeff Lemire's writing. I love Charles <laughs> Sewell writing. And I absolutely love Aaron Cooter's art. But for some reason, you take those three great artists and you get this. Or three great creators and you get this. Um, where to begin with this book? Yeah. Where to begin? Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Um, so after waiting a year and a half or a year and whatever to find out what happened with the mutants, did any of us really care? We already know Scott's not around. Uh, he's probably dead. Um, we don't really miss anyone because Marvel wants to focus on three books with like a dozen characters. Uh, and now we find out why, because 
And anyone that thinks that this whole conspiracy theory about Fox and Marvel and their mutants need to read this book because they don't give a shit. And it made me really sad as an X-Fan of decades that I love the X property so much and I just felt like Marvel is really, really trying to make the Inhumans something they're not. We're not all going to get behind the Inhumans, Marvel. We're not all going to be like, oh, yeah, we love them now. We're not. I I personally think after this, the Inhumans as a property is going to go down. Because you think people are going to be really pissed? Yeah, given what, given what you know, if, if it is about you know you know movie money and shit like that when when you when you delay and or cancel a, a movie and humans movie i mean i just don't think it's i just don't think it's working and they're downplaying the inhumans on um on shield. Uh, shield agents of shield i just think you know marvel is seeing that you know the inhumans are just not nope. they're not pushing it so i think with that death of x maybe it took so long to come out because they're trying to decide what they wanted to do but this book right here this book right here ooh it was rough it so was rough. Uh, I want to say that it was rough. It the the middle spread is the death of spoiler alert the Mandrox, and which I think is kind of silly. The biggest problem with this like, that I find is he would never, ever. He's never done it in any other book, and I think that um, it's been established in many, many books. If they don't care, it's their property. They can do whatever they want. He would never send the original with them all. Yeah. Like, he doesn't do that. And it's everyone is supposed to have their own personality. And the fact that they killed him was, after all Peter David did to build this character up, he had a fan base. I just, it the first death of being Madrox, uh, that got me pissed. Like, I saw it in the store on the Tuesday, and I wanted to rip it in half and post it on Facebook. But I'm like, I really can't do that because I paid for this. So <laughs> I can't. I was annoyed by that. I was annoyed by the whole book. I thought Emma was portrayed as great as usual. The The whole uh, the duality of it, we have we have the X-Men going to Mir- Mirror Island, seeing what's going on with, with, the, with the cloud. Then we see... In humans in Japan, all being happy, all being happy, and like people, I guess, want to become inhumans now, yep. and, and they want to be changed. I I want to see where that came from or why that changed because people used to fear mutants. Now they want this magical cloud to change them yep. into 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 a quote unquote freak or, or change them. Um, I I do think that it's weird that when people when inhumans used to go through the Terrigen mists, they would come out looking completely different but now it's like oh they're my all god pretty. yeah they're all pretty so it's like I, i'm just not again i'm not buying this and then cyclops to go into just a to hostile, fall over you no know, cyclops to go into a hostel take take people that he is caring about that that like his people his people his fucking people gonna take him to a hostile environment with microbes that can kill them and he's not going to try to protect them yet he says i'm here to protect all, all of my people and then he and then he chastises magic for saying oh I've, maybe we shouldn't go here and he's like well you can go back and hide what kind of bullshit is that like this whole thing this whole book was just a shit show for me and then and then the the, the, <laughs> the, the cherry on top was them killing madrox and i'm like are you fucking kidding me this is a person who was called the multiple man if there was a problem, don't you think that he would send a dupe to do it yep. as he's done multiple times? Frank brought up a good point as well. Understand. Why was Madrox on Muir Island? He wanted to right? retire. He did retire. 
You want to know why? Because they want to get rid of the mutants. Cut them off. Cut them off. And then, and then he makes a point to tell Cyclops, oh, this is the original. That was the thing. They had to make sure that we wouldn't be like, yeah, oh, we, we know the readers. original. That's bullshit. He it's was pissed. Bullshit. He was pissed about this issue. I really was because it, it's unnecessary. There's no reason why both these franchises cannot coexist in the same world. Yeah, there is because Fox can't get the movie right. Underst- the, or Marvel. Marvel can't get the money from the movies. And everyone said, you're crazy, you're crazy, you're crazy. I think this book shows I'm not crazy. Now, <laughs> well, I am a little. Um, before my I, husband said that. I was that. just annoyed with it. I'm uh, sorry. Like, and if you liked it, I'm happy you did. I know. I'm really, if you liked it, I, I didn't hate it, but I also, it, as an X fan, made me very, 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 very sad. Uh, and the art, what the hell? Cooter, you're an amazing artist. This look rushed. His crystal was ugly. Ugly. And some of these, this, no. I thought the, I thought the uh, messed up looking Madroxes were kind of cool. They were fun. I enjoyed them. Um, when you they just were hated all, the rest. Yeah, and then like the and then people and and now the, and then there was like people who were trying to save the um, they have like a what was it the, the that's the, okay the Frank, evil you don't the, have to the evil what is it the evil who are the always the people that wanted to kill the mutants the right or whatever the front or the right so now they have an inhu- an inhuman equivalent to the right now and I'm like really like yes. uh, I don't understand I just. I'm uh, I'm only happy that it's four issues, and then we can get to the Inhumans versus the X X Men or IVX. Like I want to, I kind of want to see looking what forward happens. To that? I'm part of me is kind of looking forward to that because I love beat 'em ups. Oh, like where did I, that Chico? I love beat 'em ups. I want to see what's going to happen. It's now time for his announcements. This is a commercial break. So, uh, dun, 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 dun. you can always find uh, the Geek Chat on thegeekchat.com. Um, it is a bit outdated. I'm sorry, but I'm really, you know, trying to keep it up to date. So please bear with me. Um, you, you can always check out everything we've ever done on SoundCloud. Search the Geek Chat. You can also check uh, Facebook under groups if you want to join the Facebook group and uh, have some conversations with fellow uh, Facebookers. Uh, you can also check us out on Stitcher, Tumblr, Google Plus, because again, why not? And YouTube. Um, but you can always search the Geek Chat. Always search the Geek Chat. I thought about putting it on Pinterest as well, um, but I didn't want you guys to be exposed to Rich's cooking recipes. So um, he has a he has a a, um, a Pinterest thing. I do. You do. Yeah. Wow, I didn't know about this. Yeah. Okay. Rich's God for fatty foods. Anyway, uh, next. <laughs> next, what are we looking at? <laughs> Smacking you. Midnighter and Apollo number one. They are the world's gayest, finest. So we got uh, the writer. Oh, shit. I took the thing out and didn't go to the page. Uh, fill some time. All right. Steve Orlando was the writer. Yeah, fill some time. <laughs> Fernando Blanco did the art. Romulo Fajaro Jr. did the colors. Josh Reed did the letters. Um, I was excited. Spoiler that Extrana was in it. Looking all hot. Those are two words you never would thought you'd ever say. No, I liked um, I liked the uh, the Briar guy. He was back. And Faust in his new shitty 2 version. Um, I like Faust. I thought Faust was kind of cool. I don't like his new I shitty I love me. He's like, you have a deal that not even I want. I was like, oh. Faust, be a little bitch. 
But uh, um, so Midnighter and Apollo are back. They have butt sex. <laughs> Midnighter's a bottom. We find out. They what? Um, what? And they have. So when I first read this, I thought his name was Captain Halfbreed, and I'm like, <laughs> why the hell is it called Captain Cat uh, Halfbreed? And then I his read it when he kicked Cher. it. And I, that's what I thought. And I was like, his mother was oh, it's half beard. What the hell kind of villain is this? It was just weird. But I loved that he uh, Apollo has to fight a giant transformer combiner, combi- a, a train combiner, train a train miner. Um, it was you know, <laughs> it's yeah. a cute little it's a cute little story. It's a cute little story. I, the new artist is trying to follow Aiko's panels by putting in weird little squares and. Um, I didn't mind the art. My fellow host did not care for the art that much. <laughs> it was just, it was basically Apollo or Midnighter number 13. Like it really was. That's how I it saw re- it. It really was. It it, it, it says picks number up, one. It picks up exactly where. Yeah. <laughs> where Maybe uh, a couple months later. Well, yeah. I mean, a couple months later, they're back. I'm like, wow. Okay. Um. I don't know. Monsieur Mala and the Brain back like, together. Like, Yay. I like I like him touring around trying to find the guy that broke into the garden to and steal next. everything. Yeah, that guy. And I liked it. But but he sold but he, he made a deal with with a You gonna just say it? Yeah, he made a deal with a with, with Neuron. Yeah. Neuron's with, back. Yeah, with Neuron to bring Apollo to hell to separate him. Yeah. So I was kind of like, all right, you kind of you kind of kidding me. You're bringing me on. I, I I like what's going on here. Um, again, the one thing that just didn't really hit for me <laughs> was the art. Something about the art just didn't really just didn't really kick for me. It didn't click for me. But other than that, I thought the story was solid. Uh, Orlando knows how to write this character. He, he did really it for does. Over and it's he knows sad. how to write the love story. It's sad that that the sales on the first book went down to get it canceled. And I'm sad that this is only six issues. But I'm really happy that Orlando is getting to write the character. And I'm really happy that we get at least six more issues of this. I'm as sad as three ninety nine. But it's thicker. It has two men in it now. <laughs> One's a god. You should try it, Even re- regardless of the of of the gayness of the story. You should try it because the it's gayness. It's really, but it's really good because because or you can tell that Orlando knows DC history, given what given Extrano. who yeah given who Fucking showed Extrano. up like given who showed up and and how he wrote it and having like Neuron be there. It's just all this different really cool shit that happens in the book. Um, I'm excited for him because they're giving him more work. He's going to be writing the Justice League of America title with Ivan Reese as the artist. Yep, which he's going to be co-writing the specials that come out before it. I'm just really glad that this writer is getting more work at DC because his stuff is great. And I don't think we ever really reviewed it, but if you haven't read his Virgil, it's just a done in one book. Highly recommend Virgil. Um, it was put out by Image Comics last year, I think. Was it? it was two years ago. It was really, if you like what you're reading and you want to read something a little different, Virgil. So, do you want to do Green Valley or Cage? Uh, I'll let you choose. That's fine. Okay. So, Cage. Can you dig it? Number <laughs> one, Marvel Now. 
has nothing to do with any of the Luke Cage's story. Nope, it is this, completely out of continuity. Way out of continuity. This story has been in the works now for many, 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 many years. I'm going to fuck his name up, but... Randy Tarkarski. There you go. Uh, inker was Steven DeStefano. Colorist was Scott Wills. Letter was VC's Clayton Cowles. So he is the creator of the Powerpuff Girls, and he had wanted to... Grandy, and Symbionic Titan. And Symbionic Titan. I loved that one. So Grandy had wanted to do a Marvel book, and he wanted to do Cage a long time ago, and it just took forever due to you know complications uh, with his work schedule and, and the, his animation and stuff like that. And so he finally finished it. He drew it and wrote it, and we have a bad mother shut chill mouth going on. Uh, if you like 70s black exploitation, uh, shoved through a Ren and Stimpy <laughs> blender, uh, this is what Cage is. Uh, that's funny. It, that is exactly what Cage is. Um, I was not expecting the art style. Um, I was not expecting it to be in the 70s. Um, I didn't know what to expect when I read this book, and I'm just like, wow. Wow. You've got a fruit pie advertisement. I swear to God, that's what it felt like. Yes. Yes. I'm going to say it. I loved this book. I loved the art. I loved that it didn't take itself seriously at all. This was just a great, different um, take on Luke Cage. It was funny at places. It referenced, this is what I loved about it. It referenced when Jean Grey stayed with Misty Knight. Cyclops shows up in it, blasts Luke through the window, and then Wolverine and Nightcrawler come in and like, she's gone. I loved it. I thought it was fun. There's just fun is missing in a lot of comics, and it was fun. Uh, yes, Frank, I did miss the preview. I had no idea what to, to expect with this book. <laughs> I just heard that he was doing it, and I'm like, I want to do it. And then, like, his rogues gallery shows uh-huh. up. It's literally, it's just like a love letter to the character, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm like, okay. Black so I, Mariah wears little white bloomers. That was They weren't little white bloomers. No, they're big white bloomers. Um, so who do you think punched him? Uh, Iron Fist. That's what I thought, too. Yeah, I think Iron Piss. Fun- Piss? Iron Piss? Iron Piss? I think Iron Fist. You need to go him. to the doctor if he got Iron Piss. Let me tell and you. something is happening. I don't know. If you want something just fun, pick up Cage Number One. I I just I thought it was fun, and we need fun, especially after Midnighter and Apollo fighting Half Beard. Half. <laughs> well, we can't do that. Half, half Beard. Uh, it's a parody. We're allowed to do that. So the next half book. Beard. <laughs> don't do too much. The next book we're going to review is from Image Comics. It is an artist I absolutely love. This book is called Green Valley. And a really good writer. Let's not forget. Yes. I. Well, that's not why I read it, but I read it for Giuseppe Camacoli. Uh, so Max Landis was the creator and writer. Giuseppe Camacoli was the penciler. Cliff Rathburn was the inker. Jean-Francois Beaulieu, maybe, color. And Pat Brasseau was there's a lot of ooze going on in this. Was the letter <laughs> a lot of ooze? A lot of ooze. So this, um, first of all, did you like this? Because I got to read it early, and I told you that I really liked it. Did you like it? You hated it. No, I loved it. You did. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. I re- I love sword and sorcery. I love Frank. I'm not reading goddamn Squirrel Girl. <laughs> 
Um, I loved it. I thought the art was inspired. I think this is some of Kamakoli's best art that he's uh-huh. done. Granted, I really enjoy his stuff on, uh-huh. on Spider-Man, but to see him work on another property that he's not well known for is just really good. Like everything about this book. I mean, it's kind of, it's, it's by Max Landis. So he's kind of hit or miss sometimes. And, and with this book, it's a little bit cliched only because you have like a, you have like, it's sort of like you got a naked man fighting a barbarian. I well, mean, how hot is that? Well, still, um, you got these four characters who are pretty much almost invincible given their, uh, given their uh, their backstory, what we're led to believe by reading it, and then one of them wants to settle down, and that is interrupted. And so, you know, when you have a character who who's pretty much can do almost anything with the sword and and has lived a very long a adventurous sword. adventurer life. And then all that is taken away from him. It's very, I know, kind of read a little bit like, um, uh, what was it? God of War, a little bit. You know, not exa- I didn't read that. Except his note, it's a video game. Oh, but no wonder I didn't read it. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it kind of read like that. You know, his love is taken away. Now he has to, you know, go on this trek to do something. So I enjoyed it. I thought it was a good book. I will be reading it. Um, one of the best selling points, although it's these two really great creators, is that it's two ninety nine. You, I take some chances on some books, folks. It's two ninety nine. I think you should take a chance on this book. Um, it's really, it's really good. It was a really good book. Uh, I just want to say, a lot never, of emotion. We never really talk about colorists, but we should. Yeah, the colorist was really good. This whole book was just really, really good. Pretty to look at. The palette of colors that they used for different scenes mm-hmm. fits the deep, rich reds. The the purple and blues at night, you know, just so good. And I gotta say, Kamikoli draws some hot men. Yep, it it's just really, a, and I cannot wait to see them to see Kamikoli draw them being the badasses that 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 they have spoken about. Just everything about the book looks really cool, and I think you should really try it. Guess what? What I got to read number two. You suck. Of course you did. <laughs> so we're going to go. Well, we're not going to do your favorite book? No, because I want to talk about Shade. No, let's talk about got... you. No, we have enough time. Okay. Let's talk about your favorite book because I didn't like this book. So. I really liked this book. So I get to do the names again? Sure. Oh, You're doing amazing. I'm doing amazing. You're doing amazing. All right. So Cannibal, number one from Image Comics. Doodle-doo. Uh, the writer. This one is three ninety nine. So This one was three ninety nine. Uh Jay Young and Brian. How do you say that? Bucciolato. Bucciolato uh, did the story. And actually, Jay Young was the one, if you read the back, which I know you don't, that came up with the idea. I hate the you. The art was <laughs> Mateus, uh, Mateus. Bergara. Mateus Bergara. Troy or Matias. Patira, Patiri did the lettering. And how odd, Brian Bucciolato did the colors. Yeah. He so, did a lot of stuff with DC. I love this artist. I think this art is so inspired it just this it, book it, is not for me this book is not for you oh because it has people eating people no i'm fine with that oh well let's see why you didn't like it i just wasn't intrigued by it it's like now i mean it's the a book story is about, about okay it, go it's, ahead. it's a story about cannibals in the everglades and i'm like okay but is this cannibalism like, like, why are they cannibals? It's like, okay. is, is there a disease? So, is there my something? good friend here does not like to read pages. He did this, if you saw, two weeks ago. Nope, I don't. And he didn't read it again, and had he read this, he would have found out why. Fuck that. 
No. You are so... No. <laughs> show me. It says me. right there. It doesn't have to show yes, you. Yes, it does. No. This is where we argue every time. It does. I'm reading a fucking comic book. Yes. Show me why people are like this. Don't read... What? It's a recap. That's lazy. It is not lazy. It is lazy. It is not lazy. Okay, go ahead. What is, what's going on? Well, what is the recap for, for the issue zero I obviously missed? It wasn't... Oh, you're a pain in the butt. Um, so I'm gonna, not going to tell you. We'll tell our viewers because maybe... I will maybe tell our viewers. The whole thing is about... And listeners. It's a virus that people get. And unlike being a zombie where you're dead, here you're alive with the virus. And if you wait long enough, you're going to be hungry and feed. And it's about what people would do in that situation. And it's also making people crazy on the other side because if you don't have it, as this small town found out in Florida... Mm-hmm. Um, it's now a t- it's a- affected them. So well, it's time to get the guns and it's time to, you know, I'm excited for the next issue. The saddest thing about it is it takes place in Florida because it's like, are people really going to miss these people? I mean, stop. <laughs> some nice people live in Florida. I'm sorry. I just, I mean, some really nice people live in Florida. It's just another take on the, z- the zombie mythos. But it's not zombies. That's they're humans with it. They're not, they're just, and, it's and, a and, virus. Ne- and neither were the people from 28 days. And later. I got to say, I loved the end because the, it's about two brothers. And the two brothers live completely different lives. And one of and one of them has like a rape fantasy with his girlfriend. Yeah, <laughs> you have like, to sew all the buttons on because he rips the clothes off. And then they have sex. Hot, oh my god, this sex. book! I <laughs> loved this book. This book. I loved it. <laughs> loved, loved, loved. I just, loved, I just, loved, loved. I just didn't. Paul, it's called Cannibal, and your husband hated it. I, it's not that I hate, hate it. This book is just not for me. It was much for me. <laughs> it is not for so me. So we don't have a lot of time. But Shade the Changing Girl came out this week. This Did you book like is it? not for me. Holy shit, dude! Really? <laughs> this book was great. This book is not for me. <laughs> now you're taking my. Those are my words. This book was totally. Oops. This book was totally for me. I loved it. I just didn't loved care. it. The art was amazing. I'm just gonna go through real quick. I just didn't care. Cecil Castellucci was the writer. Marley Zaroon was the artist. I think I said that right. Kelly Fitzpatrick was the colorist. Seda Temofanti was the letter. Um, I loved it. Loved it. Loved it. So shade. The changing man is now Shade the changing woman, and a guy. Well, not necessarily. Some, some alien gets hold of the the coat. the coat and goes into this woman. We find out it's Mean Girls. Yeah, the woman was a bitch. She was a major bitch, uh, and she drowned. She was brain dead. And yeah, they gave her too many pills, and she died. I was like, what? And now she's back, acting different, and all the people that killed her. Or had a hand in killing her. No, they didn't kill her. They, they just let her die. They like, let her die. That's still the same thing. Um, <laughs> they were I accessories, know, I, I guess. It. I liked it. Okay, I'm, I'm being a little harsh. The, the book wasn't bad. The book wasn't bad at all. It was just, it's just getting into it. I mean, you, the whole thing is about this dead girl and this alien who was who from the another universe or an alien or I don't know, but she's from the place called Meta, and that's where I guess. Shade was from, um, mm-hmm. and that's where the 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 coat, the madness coat, and she loved him and read all of his books and was a fan, and she had sex with this guy who was a curator to 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 try the vest on, and then she tried the jacket on, and then was like, okay, let's get out of here, and then she kind of warped to Earth and inhabited the body because she loved Earth culture, and it's about it's about her 
this alien and and be basically in a brain dead girl experiencing life as a human but the girl she didn't know that the girl that she's in is a complete and total total bitch and she and like how is that how was the life going to how is this life going to affect her and then you have the whole thing about the madness coat and she's trying to not allow the madness coat to to fuck with her so so there's a lot of shit going on in this um and it wasn't bad i, I was just being funny facetious because they're rich i mean the, the book uh-huh. the book was the book wasn't the book wasn't bad am i gonna continue to read it? i don't know oh i will because i don't I, I don't know where it's going to go i mean people have seen that the madness coat is missing so so people are going to be coming to to look for it from meta um so is she going to be hunted or who's she going to tell is it going to be mean girls like how are these people going to adjust to her mean girls is what's going on and rupaul's drag race <laughs> so that's a mean girl so shit i don't right know there. The, there was a lot of stuff going on it's a young animal imprint so i think some of the young animal imprints i think they, they they want to be weird and so i think we're going to get a lot of weirdness for the sake of being weird um i was okay with this weird because i think it fit with the vest because uh, Rack was always a little off in his head too. The original shade guy. Yeah. Okay. Um. So I don't know. I I think it's gonna be a fun. Sorry, uh, Frank. Uh, I think it's gonna be a fun story, but I just don't know if it's going to be weird for the sake of being weird, or what's going on. I have no idea. Um. Well, I'm reading the next Frank issue. Off about I don't know. That. No, no, I'm I'm sorry, Frank, that you that it's not working for you. Well, we have a couple minutes left. So, want to say again, sorry for not being here uh, last week. We were a bit under the weather, but we do have two uh, new episodes. Stop it! We have two new uh, episodes coming out this week, and they're so good. I got to tell you, we haven't done them yet, but they're so good. <laughs> they're going to be the best thing you've ever heard. Um, I don't know about that, but I'm sure it no, will be good. so good. We're going to make the best podcast. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be like, like I'm baby. I'm telling you, amazing. We're going to grab it. We're just going to grab it. We're going to grab we'll it. leave it there. We're going to do what we have to do to <laughs> it because you're being gross. Uh, there are ladies listening. I wouldn't say that word. Yeah, he would. Um, I would. I would. I mean, I'm sorry. I would. Uh, so we're trying to fill time here just a little bit. Um, really? I think we are just a little bit. All right. We also read Deadpool back in black and neither one of us felt like reviewing it because it was just what it was. Uh, well, it was just, it's one of those, if DC made elsewhere stories, that's kind of what it should have been. I mean, well, it takes place in the secret wars universe. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it does. Mm Mm-mm. No, uh, it takes place. It takes okay. So it's the time frame. It takes place because in Deadpool, in the Secret Wars, Deadpool's never in the Secret Wars. Remember, no, he wasn't. But in that book, which you didn't read, he gets the costume. Yes, and so and so that book. So in in the normal timeline, Spider Man was in the church. The bell rang, and then the and then the symbiote ran away, and so. The symbiote Here. being chased, but being chased by aliens, and then it merges with Deadpool, so Deadpool can help the alien. And I was just like, okay, it's one of those books that that you can literally it it that I call that book trade bait. That's all that book is. You know, you could read it if you wanted to, but it's it it doesn't it doesn't affect Marvel at all. 
huge. It doesn't affect Marvel at all. It's huge. It's huge. So I want to say, I put this up today because I'm really sad <laughs> that my X-Men are, are, are being treated this way. So I put this up. It's okay. Just, it's just a high. Yeah, but now we got to go. And as always, a special thank you to our sponsors, because without them, we really wouldn't have a show. So I want to give a special thanks to Club Card Printing. They're the ones that help us do all of the fantastical prints that you see in our palm cards. And if we ever do posters, we're going to get them done there. So if you're in the San Francisco area or if you have a computer, check out clubcardprinting.com. We also want to thank Gene Gilmet. He does all the amazing artwork for the show. You can check him out at rltpress.com. Yes, Gene, I, I, and I don't take it personally that Rich is always trying to kill me. So, <laughs> also want to give a special thanks to Terry Miller. She is the mistress of the mix board and makes all those lovely sounds that you hear uh, during the Geek Chat. Also want to give a special thanks to our major sponsor, Whatever Comics, located at 548 Castro Street in San Francisco, located between 18th and 19th. Check us out online at whateverstoreonline.com and on Facebook under Whatever Store. Thank you. Thank you. The Geek 